Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Got it. Two legends in basketball analysis with over 70 years combined experience. This is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know, what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent, I didn't think. All right, let's get right to it. Hey, folks, once again, it is time for the Bob Ryan, Jeff Goodman, Tangling Along for the Ride podcast. Uh, And we've got a great show lined up today because we are talking about the NBA Finals. Unfortunately, the Celtics are not in it, but we will be discussing some Celtics nonetheless. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. And right now at FanDuel, new customers can get the no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Okay, Bob Ryan, we'll start with you. Uh, And I'm going to toss this softball up to you. I fully expected Denver to be up two zip. I thought this series would go five at the most, but the Heat just have that never say die attitude, man. And I don't think they're going to win the series, but for them to get a home win in Denver, I thought was a big deal, or a road win in Denver was a big deal. I agree with you. Uh, I, I think Denver will win. I do want them to win, with that, and although I don't have anything really against uh, Miami at all. It's just a matter of I'm rooting for the city to get a championship after 47 years of membership in the NBA and 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 going zero for ABA as well. Okay. You also love, Hey, you also love Jokic and you have for, of course I love Jokic. Oh, I do. Of course I do. You're absolutely right. So, um, I, the the more we see the heat, more you have to respect them. And that's, it's that simple. And, 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 uh, they, they, they don't compute necessarily, uh, technically to, to, to be as good as they are, but they, they, they possess the qualities that we talk about that we wish the Celtics had demonstrated, you know, uh, 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 away from the talent. The, the ones that are here and in here. And they they had got all of that. And uh, I admire them. So I think they've made, I think it's going to be a fun series, at least six. I still think Denver will prevail, but I won't be shocked. I won't. And, and I won't go, I don't care that they were the eighth seed or the seventh seed or the 118th seed or the fifth seed. You know, the, this is the format we've got. We know they weren't really an eighth seed in, in once they got rolling. And, and so who cares? Uh, uh, that's not going to be the big issue with me. Um, uh, so I'll just say as an aside, I, I'm, where did this going to the basket come from, from Duncan Robinson? So all of a sudden it's like he just discovered a new toy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I'd love to have the numbers, wouldn't you, Jeff and Gar? Wouldn't you love to have the numbers of how many baskets he scored inside you know, 20 feet this year, let alone layups? And, yeah, I mean, we're back in the bubble. Back in the bubble, it was all threes. I mean, so, that's all he did. Anyway, he's, he's but what he's saying is subtly to, you know, I am a basketball player. I'm not just a freak, right. you know, who can shoot threes. And and I I, I like that. And I'm because I'm proprietary towards him because uh, of the Williams background and my you know my friendship with Dick Quinn, the SID there, to, and and you know the whole story is so wonderful. And the New Hampshire back, the whole thing. That you know we uh, he's a guy I want to root for. Okay. Yeah, the pride of Newcastle, the pride of Newcastle. And uh, he was huge in that fourth quarter. 
And again, like they have to have that. They've got to have like three of the four guys named Duncan Robinson, Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, um, or Caleb Martin. They need like three of those four to impact the game to have a chance to win. And they got that. The only one who didn't was Caleb Martin. Martin. Everybody else played well of those four. You know Jimmy Butler is going to be good, but I think people put too much on Jimmy. Like, Jimmy's obviously the alpha dog there, but it's got to be the others. Otherwise, they have no shot. So I just – I love this group because, like you said, in, in so many ways, they're the opposite of the Celtics. They're <laughs> chipping their shoulder, lunch-pail guys who were told they weren't good enough when the Celtics guys have had their asses kissed, a lot of them, since they were young, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown being the, the primary two, right? Like everybody's oh how good they were. They were highly ranked at a young age. They've been given things. Now they had to earn some of them, certainly, but not like these Miami guys did. I mean, yeah, like like it's it's crazy. Even Spo, even Spo, like, listen, people question. I remember I did early on. All right, like Spo can't coach. Everybody did figurehead early. Everybody did, Jeff. It was skepticism rampant. Yeah, uh, Pat Riley puppet. Yep. So LeBron puppet. Um, you know, but when you were saying, I, I during the Celtics series, I was thinking if you take the numbers of draft picks to where they came and and do the the Celtics had a one and a six, and what number was Brown three? And, yeah, yeah. Three. So they so their three start their three marquee players. It adds up to twelve. One three and six. Uh, one, ten, I mean. One, three, and and then their two marquee players add up to 30, 14, and excuse me, 44, 13, right. and 30, 14, and 30. Bam was 14, and right. and and Jimmy was 30. And and then it goes from there. I mean, it, it is really a study in contrast about the te- team development, player development, and 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 uh, and I got to come back. I you know, I know people in Boston don't want to hear it, but you got to give it starts with Riley. If you're, going, if you're going to go with the fish rods from the head, then we're going to go with the opposite here. This whole thing stems from Riley. It's just, you know, who now in his 28th year with the franchise, hard to believe, isn't it? You still think wow. of him as a Laker. Oh, and, yeah. And, and and a little bit of the Knicks. And yet, yeah, as you're a kid, came these in 1995. Days, Bob, right. Kids these days don't even think of Pat Riley with a, like, they don't even know he ever did anything with, like, they think of, of him as, again, just a, a, a GM figure, yeah. never a coach. Uh, I mean, so so what a, what a career when you go back to it all the way. Well, back. You know what I saw though with this with this Miami team is what the Celtics didn't have is that if you're down, you know you break you're taken on water. Just get a two. Just get a basket. Oh. Stop and run. That's all stop they do. Stop and run. Miami just stop and run. Just get a basket. Get it to Bam. You stop and run. The Celtics are back there throwing up threes and just. You know, basically, you know, well, you know what it is. Hey, you, here, here's the easy part to, to kind of figure it out. Miami has elite shooters who shoot a lot of threes. Duncan Robinson and Max Struess, they're elite shooters. So I have no problem if they're launching threes. The Celtics have average shooters shooting a ton of threes. That's the difference. If you're going to build your, your system around shooting 43s a game, or whatever the number is, I don't know what the hour feels like. It's forty every game. Then you better have elite shooters, and that's why, to me, like I would love to see the Celtics like trade for an elite shooter or draft an elite shooter. I don't know who that you know the best shooter in this draft is is in my opinion is Grady Dick, 
out of mm-hmm. Kansas. They're not going to get him at 35, but you know, you got to get elite shooters if you're going to play this way. Very good point. Very good point. And it, 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 they can obscure that when they have their their really hot game. Every once in a while, they're going to have a tremendously hot game. Yes, they're going to make 23s or so. And and but you're right. They're absolutely right. And and, and Gary, you're right. I've been screaming this. I I don't care how many times I say it. I'm going to keep saying it. The the Warriors drove me nuts in 16. They you know the the game when they lost. All they had to do was do exactly what you're saying, Gary. Stop the bleeding. Go to the basket. Get get it. Just see it go in. All they did was heave threes for the last four minutes of that game, setting it up so Kyrie could beat them. And in the end, and uh, and that's the but that nothing's changed. The, everybody, for the most part, way almost well, but people play they play the same way now. This is the the curse of the three. It is completely changed and revel. You know the the way the game is, is conceived. Well, in some ways, in some ways, it's hurt the game. There's no question. I mean, I think oh. world, people love the excitement, but when you're t- taking a look at strategy, <sighs> I mean, Miami just kept it simple, man. We need a basket. So, Jeff, I'll ask you, what does Miami have to do to win this series? Looking forward, I mean, protect your home court, right? But that's easy, right? You you can say protect your home court all you want. Um, to me, I think it's about making enough shots, making enough threes, make keep it. Duncan Robinson and Max Cruz have to stay hot here. They really do. Because you know Miami's going to fight and they're going to defend and they're going to get enough out of Bam and, and Jimmy. But again, if those guys aren't making threes, they can dig down and double on Jimmy. You know, they can. And if if they're not making three, you know, if they're making threes, you can't do that. You can't do that with him. So I, I think it's those guys as much as anything. Again, Gabe Vincent and Caleb Martin have been really good for the most part in the postseason as well. They they just, you know, the beauty of Miami is they almost don't know who to, to focus on other than Jimmy because they don't have a dude. They don't have a guy. Like with right. Boston, you know you got to slow down Tatum and Brown. With Miami, it's like, all right, yeah, you could slow down Jimmy. But like those other guys are capable. We've seen it now. Caleb Martin going for 20. Gabe Vincent going for 20. Bam can do it. Struess and Duncan can do it. They've got enough guys that can pick it up that, you know, again, I I think you got to take it to them if you're Denver and come out and play harder, match their intensity, because Miami's going to have it, man, in game three. They're going to have it. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs, because right now new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, you got to get the app. The app's the way to go. It is so easy to use. You get great promotions every day with the app. It's safe and secure, and you get paid instantly. How about that? Instant cash with the FanDuel app. There's no better place to bet all your playoff action than America's number one sportsbook. Visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash Boston. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issue is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. Colorado, Iowa, 
Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts. Visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467369 in New York. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Now let's get back to the show. One other thing I want to add from Miami is I I get increased uh, appreciation of Bam. Uh, The more I see him, the more I like him as a basketball player. His passing ability is understated. And, and, uh, and he's, you know, he's, and he's He's the only semblance semblance of physicality. He's the only one they got. I mean, you know, God knows it's not Cody Zeller necessarily, you know, there's nobody that uh, he is. He he really is the the one lone quality, big, you know, big. and, And, and he's not that big as a big, he's six, nine, right? And, Six nine and thin, like not yeah, but, not built like you know he's not built like Capella or somebody like that. But that's the beauty of Bam. Like people want more out of him offensively. It's probably never going to be him. He's just a really good overall player. He's a good number two guy, oh, maybe yeah. even really a three. Because again, you don't really want to throw it down to him. He's almost better facing up than he is catching. He is better at, at facing. Well, of course, up. in the normal course of things, he is the three because Hero's there. Right. And, and and right now he's the two by def, by by default. He has yeah, good point. Uh, just, uh, but yeah. ordinarily he is. He's well suited as that. Speaking of which, you know, uh, interesting to see when and if he comes back. You know how dependent they get or how how good he can be or you know I think that how how quick a hook I was I guess what I'm trying to say he might get from Spolstra if it's evident that you know he doesn't look just right. Yeah, so, I, I would honestly, if they can split like. I don't think I'd bring him back. Maybe limited minutes, I would yeah. see. But but honestly, you got to just evaluate him in practice. And like, what are you able to do in practice? How do you look? Are you really – I mean, there's got to be so much rust on that kid. I don't worry about him as much mentally because I think Tyler Hero has got that swagger. Um, but can he guard anybody at this point? Like, you just got to be careful throwing him out there right now in a pivotal, pivotal game because to me, you win these two at home – which I don't think they're going to do. But even if you split, let's say you split these two, which is probably more likely. All right, you're in the series. Like, then it's yeah. it's a three-game oh, yeah. series. And if you're Miami, you take that any day of the week right now. No, and they're not afraid of anything. They'll, they'll, oh, no, they won't be deterred by in any way. You know, you may beat them, but you're not going to intimidate them. And and so, no, they're, they're it's, it's an interesting series. And by the way, surprisingly, the ratings weren't bad. I'm I'm very you know gratified because I, I was worried it was going to be a you know a, a disaster and, and and but I don't see how it's going to go down if if the, if it remains competitive you know so that's good I'm just you know I'm I'm happy about that Bob what do you think the key is for Denver 
Uh, you know, there's a guy that that we that I I, I don't trust at the moment in, in a sense of you know I don't know how reliable he is. That that is, that sometimes is quite important to them, and um, I know Jeff's going to perk his ears up when I say it. Uh, and that's Michael Porter Jr. Uh, uh, he's he's become a, a variable, a, a, a kind of an X factor. You know, you know, you're two big guys. You don't have to worry about you know, and and uh, uh, and so that that's for sure. But but he you know for for them to have maximized, he's Porter's got to be better than he's been, and and lately, and uh, that's all. But uh, uh, Jokic, nothing changes with him. Although oh, I'll say this, it is interesting, and I'm not. Uh, it occurred to me, and I guess the numbers are there. Uh, you know, he had 41 points in the last game, but he only had three assists. And if, and it's a, if it's a pick your poison thing, uh, with in terms of how you play him and what you want him to do. Uh, you know, I think Miami will take that anytime. And he, go ahead, get your 40 as long as you're not you know, having 10 or 12 or 14 assists and making everybody else you, you know better. Right. Although I hate that phrase, maximizing the potential of everybody else. Just go as an aside, I'm jumping. Not, I don't know who was the first person of whom that they said he makes everybody better. I think it may have been Bill Russell, by the way. And that caught on. That's a bunch of – you don't make people better. You just give people an opportunity to be good, to be as good as they can be. You don't make them better. Anyway, I hate that phrase. Now um, – Make I, it I'm, easier. I would I'm say back. you make it easier. Yeah, I'm back off the soapbox. Um, so that's it. Uh, what do you think about that, Jeff? The idea that that they would prefer he goes 41 points and three assists than, than you know, 26-14. You yeah, know? because otherwise he's just picking them apart. Like that's the thing. He can he can still get what he wants, and then you're just you're giving everybody kind of their confidence. You're giving them open shots. Those guys have proven, especially Murray and Porter, they can make them. And Contavious Caldwell Pope. So yeah, I I kind of agree with it. And I just think you need to make you know, you can't just let him dictate what he wants. Yeah, in the game, and I think that's what you do. Uh, to be honest, if if you're not trying to like switch it up with him, at least make him have to think about it and make decisions. Um, and I, I think that's what they did there is like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna switch it up and we're gonna let you get yours, but we're not letting everybody else get open looks. Oh, by the way, uh, I learned something. You know, I always like to say you learn something every day. I truly believe that, and and everybody everywhere, even if most people don't realize it, but I think you do anyway. What a factoid that got dropped on my head the other night during the, the game, game two. Contavious Caldwell Pope has played in more NBA games in the last 10 years than anybody, period. Wow. 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 But they, they were talking about his durability. Not to mention he's on his 407th team. I know that. But but the, the, the still, you know, oh, Jeff Green's on his millionth team. Yeah. But uh, um, no, how about that? Wow. Who would have thought? No, I, I didn't know that at all. Like I, I just I don't know whether it was uh Jackson or, or Van Gundy had the handy, you know, prep stat at hand, but one of them dropped that on us. <laughs> all right, guys, let's let's change gears now to the Celtics. Uh Brad came out, said nothing to see here, you know, but what else is he gonna say at this point? Hey, he said a whole lot of nothing is what he said. Okay, so it's a whole lot of nothing. So so the coach is staying. Sam Cassell, they brought him in. Uh, your thoughts on the coaching situation, Jeff, and with Sam joining the bench? You know, we've talked about this with Missoula. I, I just feel like, you know, number one, you can give him another year. Like, I think he deserves another year. He's still got him pretty damn close to the, the NBA Finals, as close as you could get. Um, 
I like Cassell. I don't know Cassell that well, but what I will say is they needed somebody with a profile of Sam Cassell. You know, former right. NBA player, outspoken, yeah. will hopefully push back on some of these guys and they'll listen to him a little bit. You you need that. You got to have at least one of those because Missoula's not that. Um, it'll be interesting to see the rest of his staff because obviously we knew a bunch of these guys were Ime guys. They were going to go with Ime. Sam was a tough-minded player, actually, the kind of player that the uh, we talked we just talked about with the, the Heat today. And Sam Cassell is one of those guys, guys, my friends, that uh, come along every once and and very seldom do you see very once in a in a while, and, and that is he was a first-year player who was never a rookie, if you know what I mean. Yeah, never a rookie on the floor. There was never uh, ever any any anything but good veteran poise in him. Mikhail was like that. He was never a rookie. And 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 there aren't many about whom you can say that. Sam was one of them. He got he had a lot attention. of shit to him. He's a, he he had a lot attention. of shit to him as a player. Oh boy. Right. Very quickly. And and he uh made Brit Central Institute, by the way, New England connection. MCI. Yeah. Even oh, better. Even better. He played with with arguably my favorite college basketball player of all time uh in the backcourt. You remember who that was, Bob? Oh. Oh, come on. No, tell me. Bobby Sura. Oh, Bobby Sura. Okay. I remember. Really? I like. I loved can... Bobby Sura. Loved him. Loved him. And, and they had some shit to him. So I, I, I do like the Cassell hire. I want to see how the rest of the staff plays out at this point. Mm-hmm. And, and you just wonder how much is going to be Missoula and how much is just Brad bringing him people at this well, point. Well, yeah. I, and I think that. <clears throat> Well, Brad should have some input on this yes. and the way things went last year. But, so, but yeah. I want Missoula to have one guy on his staff that he picks that's loyal to him, too, that right. he knows. I don't want it to be a bunch of just hodgepodge guys that, that Missoula has no relationship, no connection. Yeah. I do think, like, I don't know who it is, but, you know, I, I would love to see somebody. And, and again, it's going to be hard because I don't know who Missoula's guys are over the years. He was at Fairmont State. Five years ago, played at West Virginia. Right. Uh, so we'll we'll see who he can get. What kind of network he has, I have no idea. Yeah. Right. You know, and he's still young to have a network in a sense. But you're right. I agree with you with that. That he, you definitely need somebody, somebody like that. Well, is, is not- Sam a backup plan? Is who Sam? Is, is Sam a backup plan? If Missoula doesn't work out, does Sam get the game? Probably. Probably. Like I would say this. I I think if. Missoula gets off to if they're 500 in in January, then I could see a move being made. Now I don't think they're going to be 500 in January, but like if Missoula gets off to a rough start, yes, I could see them making a move and Sam Cassell takes over uh, on an interim basis. Wouldn't shock me at all. So, do we have any idea if there's any market uh, uh, for? Grant Williams in terms of whether other somebody else out there loves him, make the goo goo eyes at him. You know, I, I can I could see someone he is what he somebody. is though. Bob, he is what he is. Well like, yeah, guys, I, I like just that, guys like that are overvalued here. Well, I think guys like that again are if you're a championship caliber team, is Grant Williams really gonna be the missing piece for you? Like he's a good piece. He's a second unit guy is what Grant really is. He's an eighth man who, again, the key for Grant is how much did he hurt? Like, I love Grant, 
But again, Grant's got to know who he is, what he is, and and I mean that more with his mouth than anything else. Of yeah, like, I mean, hey, I find what? it very, I find it frustrating when he starts. Yeah, I don't blame you. I'm like, dude, you got no, you don't have any credibility here. Right, you're not, you're not, you're not a a star in this league who has earned that right. And I think that Boston is infamous in all sports for raising these role players up because we love them yeah. and making them better than they are. I'm, I'm kinda... I would agree. I would agree. I mean, again, I, I think Grant, you'd like to keep him if you can. The guys that are going to, you know, again, you know, I was talking to Chris Forsberg uh, the other night, and he thinks they're going to move on from one of the guards. He thinks it's going to be Malcolm Brogdon, uh, which sucks to me because I really like Brogdon. I like him, too. Him. I'd rather see him move. You know, to me, I'd rather keep Brogdon than Smart, but that's not what they're going to do. Yeah. Well, we let's get to the the big question about it, which is, of course, is Jalen Brown in terms of the fact that, yes, it's a year away. Right. Right. The, the, Likely. The yeah. But are you going to, you know, is any of this, is this impending, I will dare say, ludicrous max contract issue, uh, which should never even be, it should right. not even be an issue, shouldn't even exist. The reason he's eligible is just so infuriating to me that it's just, you know, I, I, can't, I can't deal with it. But anyway, are we, is it going to be brushed aside? We should go back and just, you know, be able to play basketball and not well, work. I'll tell you, it's not going to happen. Get in the way. It's not if you happen. give him the max, what's he going to complain about? I mean, you're going to probably give him the, you know, the super max. You're probably going to give it to him because you have no choice in, in some respects. I think it's ludicrous too, but, and then you're probably going to have to roll the dice this year and run it back. And you could easily justify running it back and making a couple minor moves, right? Pritchard's going to be gone. Maybe, you know, again, maybe you move a Grant Williams or, or Brogdon and, and you're, you know, your depth is different, right? You're, you're, you know, seven, eight, nine are different than they were. But, you know, the one that still worries me, guys, is, is Robert Williams. He still worries me. Right. Um, just because I think, you know, obviously from availability standpoint, uh, you can't really throw the ball into him ever. Like you can lob it to him, yeah. but you can't really throw it to him. He's great defensively when he's healthy, but he, he's never really healthy, healthy. Um, you know, you're not paying him crazy money, but but I just feel like, again, like you're so limited because they don't utilize him well. Other than Marcus Smart, nobody ever throws a lob to Robert Williams. Nobody. So to me, if you're not going to run the court, like he's such a – people have talked about what a great passer he is. I never see that from him anymore. Never. So what is he doing in the offensive end? It's like nothing other than, again, he's a threat to catch a lob, I guess. So that helps. But I, I don't know. I just, I feel like if they can move Robert Williams and, and they probably miss their window, because now, again, how many teams are going right. to give you a lot for Robert Williams? Right. Maybe not a ton. Right. But he, maybe he somebody's out the, there. He had the P word, potential, when he was hurt all the time. Yeah. And now that we've seen that his potential is not what we thought it was, you're right. I want to get back to Jalen Brown, though, guys. I'm sorry, and I may be barking up the wrong tree, but I don't think this ownership is going to make him a rich man. I've heard this ownership is not happy with what happened. I don't know if he's getting that cash. I really don't. It'll be up to the owners. I don't think – I don't know, Bob, if you've heard anything. I heard no, I haven't heard anything. I, I the just... owners were pretty pissed, and I don't know if they're going to hand over that money. I mean, they – listen – the Celtic ownership, I don't think they're cheap by any stretch. Believe me, they invest in this team, okay? But not they're not the Golden State Warriors, no. you know, when it comes to just 
going over the cap and spending all and, and paying all kinds of penalties, right? So I don't think the Jalen Brown thing is a done deal. I don't know how it's going to end, but I don't think it's a done deal by any stretch. My simple mathematical question is how how feasible is it to have two max to be the first team with two maxes? Yeah. And, and taking up that disproportionate percentage of your payroll you with you two people. You can't you just can't how do can it. You do that? I don't know. I mean, okay, well, let's play it out. So say you don't give him the money he wants. What happens? You let him fly? Or you try to match with what he gets? You trade him? I mean, I mean to me, all of those options have I mean, the, the problem is you can't – isn't there something where you can't trade him within a year? Something of so signing the Superman? you got to wait. Like, if you resign him, don't you That's have what to I'm saying. Him? Right. Well, who, who's going to – but who's going to trade for him? We've been through this. Who right. is going to trade for him before get, he signs the Supermax? I mean, you got to have a walk wink. in a year. Right. You got to have a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I mean, that's I mean, Atlanta. Like what? And Atlanta just doesn't have enough. As I said, if Atlanta still had Kevin Herter, and you told me I could get DeAndre Hunter, this is what I two years ago I said I, I would have right. done. DeAndre Hunter, Kevin Herter, and two unprotected first rounders. All right, let's go, let's go. Because I I really think DeAndre Hunter. Won't give you the same offensive input as Jalen Brown, but he can give you 17, and he's a better defender. And then you add Herter, who can shoot the shit out of it, and a couple first-round picks. Absolutely. I'm doing I, that I, trade. My prediction on Brown is he ends up staying just for less money. That's it. Maybe. I think yeah. that, I, and, and it's not a super max. It's not a crazy, but I think that's because I don't think he's going to have offers anywhere else. That are gonna that are gonna break the bank. No, we just don't. That's this is great in Pondos. We don't know what's in the heads of other people. Whether there's that one guy out there, they always know. You know the joke, the the standard line in all sports. It only takes one, right, right, for a free agent to be overpaid. It only takes one. You know, in general, I don't care what sport we're talking about. And 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 so maybe there's one out there. Maybe there isn't. I don't know. We don't know what the rest of the league really thinks of him. I don't think we don't know. And now I asked you about one other guy before we, you know, close up on those Celtics now, because I'm, um, you know, okay. Uh, what about Al? Al's third, you know, how long, how much yeah. left is, is there left of Al? Well, he's got less money to remember. He's got a new contract. That's, that's far less money. So okay. you can, you can deal with Al now, but, but the key for Al is Rob. Like if Robert Williams isn't healthy and not able to play, you know, 60 games in the playoffs and give you 20. I mean, Robert Williams needs to be playing 25, uh, maybe yeah. 28 minutes a game. Yeah. I mean, he really, he should be giving you 28 minutes a game. So Hortford's giving you a max of, of 20 right now. And and Hortford's on the books for 10 million and then nine and a half the next two years. That's fine if he's playing 15, 20 minutes a game and giving you what he gives you in terms of leadership and intangibles. That's fine. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about Rob. All right, guys, to wrap it up, uh, just some thoughts on Kyrie is trying to woo LeBron to Dallas. Is this the the, the land of the delusional? Probably. Well, just in terms of how they would even affect the deal and whether – yeah, it is. I mean, it's, what I saw is that it's more – It's more, what's possible is the other way around more than it, – it, rather than LeBron going to Dallas, it's Dallas dumping Le, Kyrie out into L.A. But I, I, I just laugh, Kyrie. I, I guess it's good to have him around and give us something to talk about. But, but the other part of me is so tired of him already and everything, uh, you know. And, and, when, and people, you know, how many more teams are going to think that he's going to be their answer? 
It's over. It's over. It's over. It has to be over. It has to be over. <laughs> and it's such a sad story in terms of the basketball side of it in that, you know, you can't overstate how good he can be and has been at, at his peak and how, how what, a, what a fantastic uh, offensive player he can be and has, you know, and has been at times. But That's the sad uh, part. That's the sad part. But, but if you're LeBron, listen, I'm, I'm not saying LeBron's going to Dallas, but I'm saying if you're LeBron, do you roll the dice? Because you know you don't have enough as presently constituted in, in, in L.A., do you roll the dice on, on Kyrie that you can control? That you're the one guy. Now, again, Kyrie didn't like being his little brother years ago. That's why he left for Boston. But now, in a way, I think he realized I can't be the number one guy. Like, I'm not, I can't be the number one guy. I tried that in Boston. Then I was the number two guy in Brooklyn. I'm, I'm, maybe he's come to grips with, I need an alpha dog. I need a, a, a better and, and, player. And he is now. He's not, the, you know, because he's got Doncic. Right. And so, right. You know, so, but, I mean, he had one. He had one with the Nets. Oh, he's played with. I mean, think about who he's played with. He's played with some of the best players. I know. In the, he played with Tatum when he was young. You know, that was early with Tatum. None of it worked. None, none of it worked. worked. None of it. Worked. It's been I a disaster. Over, he, yeah. He's going to be more remembered for all the off the court stuff. Yeah. And all the disruption and all the all the stories and the tales and the, than right. he will be for the basketball player. Right. That he has been, and and, and you know, and and that's that's Sad. just yeah, yeah, Sad. I mean, you know, of course, I don't feel too sorry for him. I, I think you know, I don't think he's going to have to go on the on the welfare office anytime soon. But uh, you know, it's, it's it's but this is him. He just doesn't get it. He can't get out that's, of his own way. Right. That's the best way. I continue to say he's searching for something in life, and he doesn't know what it is. I'm, I I really I don't know how else to put it. And we're going to close on that great philosophical note from the wise one, Robert Ryan. Gentlemen, always a pleasure. Uh, this edition of the Bob Ryan, Jeff Goodman, Tangway Along for the Right podcast has been brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is ready for the NBA Finals. New customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. Gentlemen, until next week. All right. We will have a champion, maybe. Who knows? <laughs>